You are listening to yet another episode of the Big Bang Bear Podcast, and it is I, Gian, aka Zeke the Bear, your usual host, here to tell you that we are here right now in the BBBP, Big Booty Bitches Podcast. I just like to say that to be funny. It's, it's the Big Bang Bear Podcast, and here we are again. And today is International Podcast Day. Would you look at that? I did not know this. So in light of International Podcast Day, I'm going to say all the podcasts that I've listened to. I saw this one tweet that said, what was the first podcast I ever listened to? And I vividly remember the one that I started to listen to religiously was, I believe, um, I think it was Caller Daddy. Because at the time, I was in Scotland last year in July, and, you know, there was a lot of bus rides and a lot of long trips, to say the least. And I needed something to listen to on my rides, you know, because only music can do so much. So what I did was um, I saw Spotify had podcasts and shit. So I just, I know, I looked up popular ones there, and I found Caller Daddy, and lo and behold... Whenever I had Wi-Fi, I would start, you know, downloading episodes so then I can listen to it offline, and that's what I was doing for the whole month, and I got pretty far in Caller Daddy. I went from episode one up until, I think, the one with, um, what was it? It was that one guy that had a very incognito identity, and I forget his name, but yeah, if I remember it, I'll say it later. But Caller Daddy was the very first podcast I started listening to, listening to, and not too long after, I actually started listening to The Breakfast Club as well. So my two religious podcasts that I li- oh, not religious podcasts, the two podcasts that I started to listen to religiously um, started when I was in Scotland last year, and it was Caller Daddy and then The Breakfast Club. And then after a while, I started listening a little bit to H three production. Uh, can't talk. H3 Productions, and then I started listening to the Joe Button podcast not too long ago. That was around when uh, COVID started coming in, and then just recently I started listening to the Joe Rogan podcast because I personally like listening to all my podcasts over Spotify, so I was just waiting for the Joe Rogan podcast to come onto Spotify, and then now I'm subscribed to it, and I listen to that. And then I also want to give a shout out to The Lefty Line, which is by a man by the name of Mike McGimsey, who I graduated college with, and he has his own podcast. It's called The Lefty Line, also known as Uncle Lefty. So Uncle Lefty, Mike, he he talks about just a bunch of funny stuff. He always has a guest in each episode, so I'm just plugging him in now. Look up The Lefty Line. He's hilarious as hell, and I do have an episode with him. And let me see if I can find it. If you go on to Spotify, I don't know where else it, um, where else his podcast uh, streams, but if you look up the Lefty Line, you will find that I am in which episode of his? Am I even subscribed? Holy shit! I don't know how I'm not, how I'm not subscribed. Give me a moment here. The Lefty Line. Okay, 
I swear to God, I was subscribed. Yeah, it says following. Anyways, so the episode that I am on is episode 14, Dirty Dastardly Deviants. That's the one that I'm in with Mike, aka Uncle Lefty. So be sure to check that out so you can hear me on another podcast. And then my favorite episode the out of the ones that I've heard so far is episode 11. It's called Get on the Bus. He has um, special guest Tori Brown, which is also um, one of my fellow classmates from college. Dude, their conversation is hilarious as fuck. Like, I absolutely loved listening to it. And throughout the whole podcast or the whole episode, I was just laughing for the whole time because I, I don't know. I think their chemistry is very good because they're both on the football team. And they both knew, like, you know, shit, that was just funny. And they they put it all out there in that episode. So, yeah, that's a shout-out to the Lefty Line. Shout-out to the Joe Rogan Podcast for its originality and for all the shit that they talk about, controversial or not. Um, Very thought-provoking, too. That's why I like the Joe Rogan Podcast. H3 Productions, because they always bring in very cool guests. I know one of the cool guests that, um, that they usually have are Logic and Post Malone. So if you want to listen to Post Malone and Logic talk about their lives at all, go to H3 Productions or the H3 Podcast. The Breakfast Club, it's not necessarily a podcast, but it's recorded as one after, you know, because it's a radio show at, um, what is it? I forget the radio station, but it's, it's, a, it's based on a radio station in New York, I think in Manhattan or Brooklyn, and or maybe Queens, I, I don't know, I don't know, but... Every time uh, their show goes on from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m., a few hours after, one of their, like, I don't know who does it, but I'm just going to say their production manager or whatever, he would put up a, uh, you know, a podcast together of the episode or of the of the, the show of the day. So, you know, it's not four hours long. It's like, it's typically an hour and a half on average because everything that's recorded is just all the talking bits of that, you know, radio like segment of the four hours, because really, you know, like I said, the Breakfast Club is a radio show, and in between they would have music playing for a while, and they just narrowed down those four hours to an hour and a half. And I think the the Breakfast Club, what I love the most about that show is that there's Donkey of the Day by Charlemagne the God, and that's the one thing I always, always look forward to listening to whenever I'm listening to the podcasts or the the episodes over Spotify. And then we have the Joe Button podcast. Also, I love for its originality. Um, there's Joe Button himself, who I didn't know. Well, I heard his name before, but I didn't know that he used to be a rapper. And I also knew that Eminem greatly hated him. And I don't know for what reason. But yeah, Joe Button, um, he's not a rapper anymore. He's a retired rapper. He is now a podcaster. And honestly, I think I like him as a podcaster more. I don't. I've, I've never listened to any of his music. But I'm pretty sure he was, you know, somewhere above decent with it. But definitely a great podcaster. He talks about real shit. The guy can get super emotional and tan, and like he just gets on tangents that I honestly I love listening to. Especially like the one that he got onto about Spotify was very interesting to think about. Um, and honestly, like you know, a lot of respect to Joe Button for doing what he did. And there's nothing really much I can say about that. Um, he definitely has, he knows his own worth and he's definitely made me realize that for my podcast, I know the worth of it and that I will, you know, I, I'm the one who decides basically how much my podcast is worth. Now I'll be honest, I don't think it's worth that much right now, but I really hope that at some point in time down the future, it'll be, 
it'll be very valuable where perhaps maybe this will become my my full-time job. And then lastly, call her daddy. Um, I actually took a big, big hiatus from listening to call her daddy after I came back from Scotland or maybe not too long after Scotland, but, um, I definitely missed a lot because I realized that Alex Cooper now is the only host. Like she is the face of call her daddy. I don't know what happened to the other chick. And that, that's how much I haven't watched or listened to call her daddy is that I, I haven't listened to it in a while that I forgot what the other host's name was. But what I did hear was that apparently, um, who used to co-host with her signed a different contract with another podcast and totally fucked Alex Cooper over, which honestly, I, I, that that's, that's for you to research. I haven't, I haven't done my research on that yet, but I think I might do that at some point if it, it does, you know, go into my head to do it. Sometimes I tell myself I'm going to do something and I end up not doing it. So it's whatever, really. So yeah, um, happy international podcast day. Yeah, dude, this is, this is fucking awesome. Tinder bios, we're going to, we're going to get into that. I haven't really looked through my Tinder. Well, I mean, I still have a whole bunch of screenshots, but I haven't been on Tinder much to screenshot new ones. So, I mean, I still have a bunch here in the one folder. I just, you know, go 10 at a time. So I'm just going to pull up random ones and I'm going to go till uh, 10. So this is the first one. All right. Just a queen looking for her king. 100% emoji. Heart 100% emoji. <laughs> Needs someone that can keep up with me. Kiss face emoji. And yes, that's my car. If you are a cheater or a liar, don't text me. 100, 100, 100. Date night. Question mark, question mark, question mark. Well, this person is rather aggressive. It is a chick. 20 years old. Um, yeah, this, this, this queen, quote unquote queen is, is trying a little too hard here, but oh my God, um, just the queen looking for her king, man. Yeah. I don't think you'll find much men that are king material here on Tinder. Yeah. This honestly, someone, someone who puts the 100 emoji over excessively already have lost me. Like people, people who do that, they're extra as fuck. I am sorry, but a 100% emoji is not, is, I think that shit is overused. Um, it's just, it's, it's a cliche to me at this point. Stop using the fucking 100 emoji. It's not, it's not cute. It's not cool. It's overused. And honestly, no one, and I mean, no one is 100%. Okay. I don't know what I can tell you that's 100%, but it's definitely not Tinder. Tinder is not 100%. I'll tell you that right now. And no, no date night. Okay. And how the fuck would you know if someone's a cheater or a liar? Like, they're still going to text you and be like, oh, I don't think I'm a cheater. I don't think I'm a liar. I'll text you. Bitch, the fuck? Get out of here. Next one. Let's see. Well, I like this one. Um, I'm not really going to bag on this just because I, I just I agree with it. It says, Black Lives Matter today, yesterday, and every day. Input Snap and Insta. And this guy's Jamaican. All right. He's Jamaican 21. I mean, I don't know if he went on Tinder to promote Black Lives Matter, but I mean, I guess kudos to him for believing what he stands up for. But shit, okay. So, not going to back too much on that one. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh-uh-uh-uh. Okay, so this this one's very short. It says you don't need a license 
to drive a sandwich. Well, and it also says TU Women's Lacrosse. Yeah, this this is a a fucking bullshit bio. I'm just going to call it a bullshit bio. You don't need a license to drive a sandwich. If this is a joke that I'm not getting, I hope someone fucking tells me cuz I don't get it at all. This is this is dumb. We're going on to the next one. Number 4. Me, you, pumpkin patch taking cute photos together, then not then, then going home, putting on sweats and watching a movie. Innocent face emoji. Or we can just go to a car meet. Shrug emoji. Handle with care. Innocent face emoji. So this person's 20 years old. Uh, Evidently some immaturity there. Bisexual, comma, straight woman. This, this to me does not really make much sense. Because you're either one or the other. So um, pick. Choose. And now... If you may excuse me, I'm going to take a quick break. Um, me, you, um, pumpkin patch, taking cute photos together, then going home, putting on sweats, and watching a movie. Or we can just go to a car meet and handle with care. Uh, this is a fucking, this is a botched bio, I think. Um, used the innocent face emoji, the glistening eyes, if you know what I'm talking about. Used it twice. And just, ah, man, if you can't differentiate, differentiate between then and then, then I want nothing to do with you, so X, bitch, swipe left, bitch, I don't want anything to do with you, bitch, you and you illiterate ass, bitch. Yeah, that's, that's a swipe left. This is, this is just way too corny of a bio for me. It just says me, comma, space, you, space comma space pumpkin patch taking cute photos together then going home putting on sweats and watching the movie innocent face emoji like no get the fuck out of here this is that that was an absolutely botched bio i did not like it at all if you ever show that shit to me again i swear to god i will take your phone and throw it at your face all right on to the next one 21 years old Oh, has nice oh i like their tags okay mental health awareness environmentalism working out activism outdoors this bitch obviously likes to be out a lot outside um they have a personal fitness account that's cute they also have um i think that's an instagram oh wait no that's oh okay they put they put they have two instagrams then they inputted both of them in here okay well that's what it starts with yeah that's that's already attention seeking Huge animal lover, down for anything, <laughs> you're right, especially if it involves being outside. Wow, how the fuck was I right about this bitch? Equestrian, <laughs> gym rat, Some, oh, and I quote, sometimes I'll start a sentence and don't even know where it's going. I just hope I find it along the way, end quote, Michael Scott. <laughs> you know, usually that's, uh, usually quotes from Michael Scott are definitely ones to put in your bio. Especially the ones that are not commonly used. Because if you use the ones that he usually says, that's a swipe left for me. Because no one gives a fuck. Like, that's seen too many times. It's like, it's it's like you're seeing, like, you know, people use the same car on the road all the fucking time. In New York, you see Toyota Camrys everywhere. You also see, like, Honda Accords all, all the fucking time in Pennsylvania. Fucking gearheads using their shit all the time. Jeez. But, uh, <laughs> huge animal lover. That's a check. 
down for anything. See, literally, when someone says down for anything, like, you know, especially if it involves being outside, then down for having sex outside, down for playing video games outside, down for anything, down for trying drugs, shrooms, down for bird watching. I don't know. You can't really just say you're down for anything. Like, if, if it were me saying that, I'd be, like, down for anything, comma, within reason. Within reason, because you never know what these psycho motherfuckers want you to do from Tinder. There's some crazy people in Tinder, and you gotta keep that in mind. To all my people out there looking through Tinder, you know, actively, whether it be for hookups or relationships, please, if you see anyone that says down for anything, um, tread carefully. Also, if you're that same person saying down for anything... Again, tread carefully. You you don't want to give people the wrong idea, you know? Down for anything? Well, you don't a fuck. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have people say that. Especially guys. Man, fucking men disgust me sometimes. Oh, wait, I'm a man. Oh, my God. Yes, I can say that. Fucking get the fuck out of here. Equestrian. When I saw Equestrian, I thought of that song from The weekend. I forget what it's called. But I'm just forgetting everything today. Holy fuck, man. My brain just... It can't think of things on the fly. But it's a song by the by um uh, the weekend, and he's like ride that dick like an equestrian, a champion. Yeah, it's that song. I don't know uh, which song that is. Uh, if I could remember, it's like if I never got no business catching feelings. So all my weekend fans, you know what song that is. Makes you bop. But yeah, um, equestrian. Okay, uh, gym rat, gym rat. Not much to say about that other than cool. Um, I think I would swipe right on this just because me, you know, the type of person I am, I'd, I'd swipe right on this. So let's move on to the next one. I think this is number six. Okay, this is long. Oof, oh my god, lots of emojis. Well, let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six. Six emojis. Oh, no, make that seven. Okay, so I'm going to assume this is a female, seen by the name. 22 years old. Horror movies. Italian. Uh, che cosa vuoi, eh? Hazel eyes, fitness, hard eye emoji, art, crazy but loyal, insert IG, wow, that right there in the middle, she just, she just slid in that IG um, fucking handle, <laughs> that's funny, oh, continuing, no fuck boys allowed, now taking fall boyfriend applications, <laughs> must include arrow down emoji, fall festivals, pumpkin patch dates, field the screams partner, don't make a girl be a third wheel again. Oh god, I wonder what happened between that. Coordinated Halloween costumes, binge Halloween binge watching Halloween movies with me with the film emoji. Um yeah, this this is much, but holy shit, man. I'm telling you, these these Fucking people come into Tinder with such high expectations. I, I've never done that. Like, I'm just saying, like, you, you just have to put out a little bit about yourself and just a little bit of what you want or what you're looking for. Like, you know, down for a lot within reason, of course. And then you could put, this is me, like, you know, I'm this tall, I'm this ethnicity, I like this. But man, when you start putting a full fucking list of, like what you expect, that's gonna that that's gonna draw a crowd that you may or may not want. But hey, I mean, I'm swiping left to this because this is just a little too much. We got three more to go. Um, okay, I don't know why I'm here, but I like sports, baking, travel, animals, and hoodies. Shrug emoji. Bonus points for creative roasts. 
So this person clearly likes to get roasted. It's a gal, 18 years old. I mean, as it says in here on Tinder. And this... <laughs> she literally put things in her bio that's already on her tags. Like, she put sports, baking, travel, animals, and hoodies. And the tags say travel, foodie, baking, sports, and outdoors. Well, no fucking shit. You basically just repeated your bio twice. Like, what the fuck is that? So, yeah, this is a swipe left. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Uh, the next one. Let's see. I just want an actual relationship that isn't full of lies. Not trying to get my heart broken by a white stoner again. Input Instagram. Wow. I I just want an actual relationship that isn't full of lies. Not trying to get my heart broken by a white stoner again. And then next thing you know, she dates a white stoner again. And then guess what happens? She gets her heart broken. Oh man, you're most attracted to what hurts you the most. Isn't that weird to think about though sometimes? That's actually some psychological type shit that I'm not even going to get into. But this girl, 19, um, yeah, not really going to find much here. Um, though, thumbs up for her, her tags. I mean, dog lover, thumbs up. Music, thumbs up. Tattoos, thumbs up. Foodie, thumbs up. Politics, oof, I'm kind of in between that. Um, yeah, you know, as much as I'm not a fan of politics, but I'm also like a little heavily involved with it right now, it's just something that I still am not a fan of to this day, really. So, um, I'm gonna uh, swipe left, alright. Let's see. The next one, let's see. Girl next door, burn the cookies, chase after wild animals, sleep for 12 hours kind of gal. Wow, that's a lot. For such a short bio, this is a lot. Girl next door, sounds like a hookup type shit to me. Burn the cookies. Well, uh, get the fuck out of my house if you're going to burn it down. Jesus Christ. Chase after wild animals, and then they chase back after you? Huh? <laughs> fuck out of here. Sleep for 12 hours kind of gal? Um, Yeah, I'm looking to just sleep 8 hours or at least 7. Sufficient enough for me to make the most out of my day rather than just sleeping. This person's evidently very lazy. I'm not I'm not about laziness. Let's get the fuck out of here. Um, yeah, that's a swipe left. Uh, let's see if, uh, I don't know, I'm feeling like I want to read one more. Let's read one more. <laughs> Some belong to the streets. I belong to the ponds because I'm a silly goose. <laughs> Um, some, some belong to the streets, and, um, I, I belong to the ponds, because I am a silly goose. Wah, wah. This bitch is 19. <laughs> you know, I do, I do give thumbs up for creativity. I love me some creativity. <laughs> I just love how this starts. This is literally all the bio is, is some belong to the streets. I belong to the ponds, because I'm a silly goose. Quack, quack, motherfucker. That's all it is. Um, just cause, just for comical reasons, I'm I'm gonna swipe right. You know, if if someone would make me laugh on a Tinder bio, most likely I would swipe right. Unless they're cuckoo crazy, then I mean, I guess I'll find out, and I'm just gonna be like, yo, fuck out of here. So that's enough for Tinder buyers. Now, there's another thing I want to do. So I go through Twitter a lot, and I follow this one page called uber facts 
So they usually post literally uber facts, and they're also verified, so I'd follow them if I were you. And this is this one tweet that I saw is what made me want to talk about this. So here's an uber fact. In the movie Hocus Pocus, the moths that come out of Billy Butcherson's mouth at the end are real, not CGI. So that's like, that's fucking disgusting. Like, dude, imagine that. Like, there's fun facts about movie productions, and there's shit like that that you wouldn't know until, like, someone says it. So if you probably just go out of your way and search for crazy movie facts, I'm pretty sure you're going to find some things that are pretty, like, just, you know, crazy to think about. Just like, for example, with Jackie Chan, when he, whenever he made a lot of his movies, that dude went through hell with his body. He legit had broken bones, sprains, everything, you name it. That dude was an athlete with the movies. Like, he was wild. He went all over the place with it. Jackie Chan, I, I you, you, you would just wonder why, how he's still alive because he, he does a lot. And he has stuntmen and shit like that. And he's just over the top. And honestly, I commend him for, you know, commend him for... Just being resilient for his age, like, holy shit. So, let's see. Another one that I want to read is, uh, When an 18-year-old Lady Gaga studied at NYU, her classmates created a Facebook group called Stefani Germanota, You Will Never Be Famous, where they called her an attention whore. So, she dropped out to pursue her music full-time, her, her music career full-time. And then, let's see, what's one more? So, all right, a word that is that is similar to either in or sound, either in sound or meaning, but is not quite profanity is called a minced oath. For example, when you say frickin' instead of fucking, or when you say betch instead of bitch, <laughs> uh, that's actually pretty cool, a minced oath. I actually did not know that. I'm going to retweet that. All right. So that's enough for reading Uber Facts. So now we're into Zeke's top 10 songs of the week. I'm going to go real quick with this one. All right. So do, 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 do. Uh, uh, um. So the first one is obviously going to be A Million Reasons by Lady Gaga. The first time I heard that song was in, I think, Super Bowl 50. Please like, don't take my word for that. It's in one of the Super Bowls from like the past five, six years ago. Um, it was very great live, and it will always stick in my head. It was fucking amazing. Next song, Berserk by Big Sean featuring ASAP Ferg. Good hype-up song. The next one, Deep Reverence by Big Sean featuring Nipsey Hussle. That's one of his newest songs from his most recent album. Definitely would listen to that. Deep Reverence is literally what the song title is. It's Deep Reverence. He gets very deep about his life. He talks about crazy shit that's happened in his life and it just gets you thinking so i definitely would listen to that if you're someone who really likes um you know listening to shit not just for you know the beats and um you know just the the overall sound but also for the meaning behind the music and why the person wrote it uh the next one is the adventures of moon man and slim shady by kid cuddy featuring eminem see the moment you look at that at that title you wouldn't know that it's Kid Cudi and Eminem because Moon Man is Kid Cudi and Slim Shady, obviously no other than Marshall Mathers himself. So that song is very awesome because it has like a very uh, catchy beat. It also talks about just real world problems right now. And you hear Eminem, you know, just 
obviously in almost every song that he makes at this point just saying the realest shit and um he he's definitely evolved as an artist from the time that he started back in his early 20s to now obviously you know 20 over 20 years later and you're 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 a different rapper honestly i would love to hear eminem do some of his old songs from when he was like in his 20s um, I want to hear how he would rap it in his age now because his voice, it sounds different. You can tell it's matured a lot. So I, I don't know. I, I would love to hear it, you know, um, in its different uh, style that it is now. Next song is Hard Work Pays Off by Juice World and Future. So you know how Future and Drake made a whole album together before? Well, guess what? So did Juice World and Future. And you definitely should listen to it. But. The one song in particular that I love the most is Hard Work Pays Off because it's such a chill song and it, Juice World's in it and just him as usual being Juice and doing his thing. This was made way before his death too, just, just to make that clear. The next song is Bow Down by I Prevail. That in itself is a hype song. If, you want, if you're pissed off or if you're going to be at the gym lifting heavy weights, I highly, 110%, recommend listening to bow down by i prevail you will thank me later trust me you will thank me later next song is ludens by bring me the horizon wow what a name bring me the horizon that actually used to be one of the very very popular bands that i i heard about a lot whenever i was um, somewhere between middle school and high school never really listened to them that much but i know one of my favorite songs back then was um it never ends and it's the still the same singer today but Ludens, I, I saw that song because it was a soundtrack of um, Death Stranding, which has Norman Reedus as the main character. In case you don't know who Norman Reedus is, that is, I think, Daryl from The Walking Dead. Norman Reedus is the main character of Death Stranding, so it's really cool to watch. But one of the soundtracks is Ludens by Bring Me the Horizon, and it's awesome. Like It, ha- it has a very nice breakdown to it. Like It's a rock song, and then in the middle of it, there's just like this breakdown that just is, you know, it makes you want to just throw shit and and just, you know, do crazy shit. I'm just saying. Next song is Monsters by Matchbook Romance. So this one, this one is from dating way back to my childhood when I used to play Guitar Hero 3 Legends of Rock for PS3. That was the very first game I ever got when I got my PS3. Thanks to my uncle, he got me that game. I think it was for Christmas. And Monsters by Matchbook Romance, I heard it at work recently, whenever I was at, um, you know, my warehouse job. And this, the our one of my supervisors, he was the DJ, and he played a whole ass playlist that brought back the most nostalgia. And one of the songs that I heard was Monsters by Matchbook Romance. And I was like, shit, I have to get back into this. That's also why it inspired me to get Clone Hero on my PC. And currently now, I'm in the works of getting uh, a new guitar for my PC so then I can play Clone Hero and play all the songs I want, which is freaking awesome. I'm excited for that. Next song is One by Metallica. Now, if Metallica... Well, shit, look, I just dropped my... Dropped a ton of shit. No, it wasn't a ton. I was exaggerating. One by Metallica. So if Metallica doesn't ring a bell, you're definitely way, 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 way back in your time. Like you need to, you need to get with the program and go back to memory lane of history, music history. Specifically, if you love metal, this shit is classic metal and it's fucking great metal. Metallica 
was very, very popular during their time, like in the 80s. Think, I think it was the 80s. I'm going to make sure I have my shit correct here. That's why I have my computer right here. Metallica. Metallica black and back. Yeah, they were um, late 80s, early early 90s. They've, they've been around. Dude, they're fucking awesome. Like, this is just the kind of music that you... I honestly don't think I could ever get over. So, listen to one by Metallica. And, yeah, do yourself that favor. And then to cap it off a little rather strangely, uh, the last song for Zeke's top 10 songs of the week. And, of course, this is in no particular order. Remember that. Um, The song is called Love Me by Lil Wayne featuring Drake and Future. This one is a like this. This is dating back to I don't even know when. Um, let's see, Love Wayne, Lil Wayne. This song dates back to 2013. Yeah, this is one of those one of those songs that for some reason it just always stayed in my head. I forgot when when I heard it, but it has a very has a very good. How can I put it, Drake, Drake and Future. I think do the chorus the whole time and Lil Wayne just does the verses throughout the whole song and it's very good. So if you love hip hop, I definitely would listen to Love Me by Drake uh, or by Lil Wayne featuring Drake and Future. So there's that. And that is Zeke's top 10 songs of the week. That was pretty quick. Now we're going to move on to several other topics. I actually have a, I don't know, I, I put here a lot of shit to talk about. So real quick. Um, UFC this past weekend, I was really, really looking forward to it and I didn't really miss much cause I was at work when this happened, but the Israel Adesanya fight against Paulo Costa, this was a fight where two undefeated men stepped in the octagon and there was a lot of shit talking before all, all of it happened. Lots of shit talking. Israel Adesanya, dude, he is something else. They call him the last style bender because this dude fights so technical, but so hard. Like he knows how to break someone apart. He also, he's, he's like an upgraded, he's like an Anderson Silva on steroids, except there are no steroids involved. It's fucking Israel Adesanya. This dude, you got to put some respect on his fucking name. He knocked out TKO, um, Paulo Costa in the second round. With, I think, um, um, like a minute into the round. Or no, no, in the last minute. Yeah, into the last minute of the of round two, he TKO'd Paulo Costa. Because I don't know what he did. Like, I keep trying to look at the replay. And it didn't even look like he punched Paulo Costa, but he did. He, like, nipped him. And Paulo just fucking fell. And this dude, he, oh my god. Adesanya started raining bombs at him. And he just kept... And no, he, the way he timed it too was great because he just threw hammer fist, hammer fist, split second hammer fist, another second hammer fist, and eventually the ref had to stop the fucking fight. And dude, let me tell you, Costa, that dude was startled. He didn't know what the fuck happened. So I'm telling you, Adesanya, he broke apart this man. This man that was supposed to be better, well, he is better than Yoel Romero. But Paulo Costa it was a knockout machine. There was a reason why they called him the Eraser. That dude would knock people out, erase them like if they never existed. And Israel Adesanya, still undefeated now, 20-0, and 0, just fucking mopped the floor with this dude. So, 
I personally was was blown by it. When I saw the replay, I'm like, this is exactly what I was hoping for. Like, Adesanya is nuts, man. Like, this dude, he's a cheat code. He is a human cheat code. Like, if you, if you, if you remember John Jones when he was on his mean streak of being the light heavyweight champion for such a long time, Israel Adesanya is now surpassing that because this dude is wild. Like he he just knows moves. He will dodge your punches. He once he has you figured out, you're done. He's also he's fucking charismatic as hell. After he finishes his fights, he has like these dance moves, all these crazy post fight moves that he just has to show. Like just just watch a video compilation of him on YouTube, and you'll see exactly what I mean. I predicted it. I predicted a TKO in the third round, and it was pretty close. But alas, he knocked Paulo Costa out. That's one named out of the line, and now I want to see who else who else he'll fight next. So that's it for that. Um, we're gonna move into very very quickly the presidential debate. Now, obviously, that was probably one of the most watched broadcasts in a long time, in a while. I can't remember the last time, however many people watched the broadcast um, have watched it. Probably, I think the most was like since the Super Bowl. But obviously, Donald Trump and Joe Biden. It didn't look like a debate. It really, to me, looked like whose dick was bigger. Because really, one was talking over the other. Chris Wallace, the the moderator, was having a hard time trying to keep them both in check. But dude, where the fuck was the mute button? Like, holy shit. Like, if one person has to talk and they have exactly two minutes... The other person has to be muted. How in 2020 do we not have a presidential election where one person has to be muted while the other one talks? Like I think now, I think now the the tone has been set with with that. I think now there are people that are outraged, there are people that are just pumped up. Me, I don't know what the fuck to think cuz I just witnessed something that I didn't think I'd ever witness. Presidential debates are usually cordial. They're usually not as tense as they were the other day, but damn, like I, it was like watching two little kids fight, and and we're seeing lots of jokes going on about it. Yeah, like yes, it's funny, but at the same time, we're we're really trying to fight the lesser of. We're trying to pick between the lesser of two evils here. I mean, this is why I try not to get into politics too much because I'm someone I aim to influence in the most neutral way possible. So, I'm not going to get too far into that. Let's just say that this debate was definitely one to be concerned over. It definitely is something that we must look at and not take away from as a learning lesson, but actually take it as a learning lesson, but of what not to do. I just find it so funny how thing how there, you know, men would typically say, typically men would say that women are too emotional to hold government official positions. And last night absolutely contradicted that. Absolutely. I mean, holy shit. Like, I, I can't even recall seeing women being that petty. Like, last night was petty as fuck. Alright? People, like, I mean, Trump and Biden just were talking over each other. The moderator was talking over them. Let's just fucking hope that for the next debate, the next two debates, 
there will be a mute button for whoever is not talking. Because we need that. We're going to need that. This shit is tense, man. It's fucking tense. And I will say no more from that. Um, I do look forward to the vice presidential debate. I think that Kamala Harris will be very interesting to watch, to see what she will say, see what she'll bring up. She definitely will be no Joe Biden, for sure, when it comes to um, speaking what she has to speak of. So I think that'll be very interesting. Also seeing what Mike Pence has to say, considering that he's not a man of many words, in my opinion. But I want to see what how much he has to say as well. How, how this will go. Hopefully it doesn't take the petty route like last night. But we will see. Now, that's it for the presidential debate. That was a quick one. I want to move on to the NFL. This is another quick one as well. Um, I'm not going to cover much other than I'm happy that my Packers are currently 3-0. I think there are only six teams left, six or seven teams left, that are 3-0. And usually when a team goes 3-0... That sets the tone now for a good portion of the season. So I think that after a few teams go at least 5-0, that's what will really show like who might be going to the playoffs. So there's that. But unfortunately, COVID is slowly starting to take over the NFL because it's now out there. It's, it's in the news that there were multiple Tennessee Titans players and staff that have tested positive for COVID. So the Steelers and Titans game will be postponed, not canceled, but postponed. And they're going to determine whether it's it's going to be played either on Monday or Tuesday, which I think it's very crazy to me because I wonder if they're going to still allow the players that have tested positive to just recover and then play, or they're going to have to make some audibles, uh, make some depth chart adjustments, and perhaps play subs instead and who knows who who knows what's going to happen with that i definitely i definitely think it's going to be a shit show it's going to be a shit show because now 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 that this is happening it's going to happen with other teams it's going to happen across most teams if not all of them and there's really not much you can do because people are just so anxious to get things running again and COVID is still a big problem. Like, you just... The virus is is still out there, man. Like, what the fuck are you going to do? And who knows what new symptoms will come out of it. I mean, at this point, I you just haven't been hearing much of what COVID, in, you know, COVID in, entails. Other than, you know, if you're tested positive for it, you have to quarantine for two weeks. You could have COVID the whole time and not even know it. Isn't that crazy? Just think about that. Like you, you can have this virus and never know it and probably surpass it. And it's like, it never happened at the same time. You also could suffer through a whole bunch of different symptoms, like losing your sense of taste, diarrhea, um, over like coughing too much. Like you're just coughing a lot. Um, it's, it's just crazy thinking that, you know, we're, the NFL is just still running. I mean, they, yeah, they need the money, but holy shit, like, lives are more important here. Just God forbid, God forbid that anyone from the NFL passes away from this virus. Because that'll just be adding on to the 200,000 deaths and counting, unfortunately. So, segueing from, you know, talking about the presidential debate and COVID, I would like to remind you 
to not forget, do not forget to update your registration information because, because you cannot just vote anywhere. Um, you can vote in person. And if you're going to do that, be sure that your voter registration is updated so then you are assigned your polling place. Otherwise, if, say for example, you were in, like, this is like me, you were in college for, you know, however many years, and your polling place is near your college, and near your college is not near home, then you definitely want to make sure that you change your polling place to where you reside currently. Otherwise, you won't be able to vote, and you're going to look stupid, and then you're going to be like, oh my god, I wasn't able to vote, I forgot to switch my registration information. Well, fucking do it right now. I'm telling you, do yourself the big favor, practice your American right to vote. I'm telling you, it is very important to just just pick, just pick a side, just vote, okay? But no vote is basically a vote of silence, a vote of just not caring. Like people are so discouraged from voting because either voter suppression, which I very much believe is real, and also because they think that it's not going to make a difference, but really it is. Because if it didn't matter that much, then, you know, Trump wouldn't be fucking talking about the elections being rigged if your vote didn't matter that much. If it was rigged, then shit. Vote. <laughs> That's all I gotta say is vote. Imagine this, though. What if it was rigged because not enough people voted? That's that's something to think about. So I'm not going to get too much more into that. Um, oh, and before I forget, you can also do mail-in ballots. In case you did not know this, because I completely, like, I knew this, but it never crossed my mind. Mail-in voting is absolutely legitimate. I hear this again. Mail-in voting is absolutely, positively legit. Because the military does it all the fucking time. Hear that motorcycle? Vroom, vroom, motherfucker. This guy's going wild. But yeah, no, seriously. Like, servicemen and women, they vote as well. And guess what? It's through mail-in voting. Holy shit. Mind blown. People treat mail-in voting like if it never happened before. People did it in the 2018 primaries, for Christ's sake. Like, mail-in voting is nothing new to us. The military does it all the time. When they're overseas and shit. That's why there's international fucking mailing. So just remember, if you want to do mail-in voting, it is very possible. Your shit will not be rigged. It won't be It won't be messed with. It won't be pandered with whatever. You can fucking do mail-in voting. Or, or you can also vote in person. The options, you, you, have, you have two options at your disposal. Choose. Choose wisely. All right. So, I think I got all the political shit out the way. And, jeez, I, I, wish, I wish I could say this is the last time, but it really isn't. Not until at least 2021 is over. Or 2020 is over, not 2021. I'm already going ahead. I honestly, I can't wait till 2020 is over. I, I really cannot wait. Um, so, the, this is, some of you might tune out to this, but the newest Call of Duty... Is coming out very soon and very soon as in November 13th soon <laughs> look at that 10 days after the fucking election Cold War will be coming out at quite a 
crazy time. I saw the trailer for Zombies, and I'm telling you, that shit's going to be wild. They're bringing Woods back. For all my Black Ops fans who are huge fans of Woods, Woods the fucking operator, man. Like, you're, you get to pick different um, players in Zombies, and it's going to be more than just picking one out of the four that are available. It's going to be even better. I think Raven and Treyarch are I think it's Raven and Treyarch that are working for uh, that are working in um, making this game. They're definitely going full out balls out, just like every other Call of Duty. There's just more and more and more coming after another. We're gonna have zombies. We're gonna have campaign. We're gonna have Warzone. We're gonna have co-op. It's gonna be crazy. I'm telling you. And also the best part, it will support cross-platform. So PC, PS4 or five, and Xbox will all be cross platform and this is gonna be fucking great because then i can either play it on my pc or i can play it on my ps4 that'll be great so yeah it's for all my gamers out there that are interested uh or that are you know into the the whole news of call of duty cold war is coming in less than uh, in about a month and a half month and a half just about and it will be cross-platform watch those trailers it's gonna be great i'm still looking out for all the different news about it i'm excited so I want to. I'm gonna cap off on a very depressing note here. Um, just a few days ago, I remember you remember when I was talking about cows in the last episode. Well, lo and be fucking hold, I saw a dead cow for the first time in the flesh, and I was very shocked. Um, this was when I was driving to my parents' house, um, and th- it was just it, it, I just didn't expect it. Like I I passed by this one farm and and this was in back roads and so i saw i see a lot of cows all the time when i go to my parents house um there was a cow just laying on its side and now if you know cows you know that when they're relaxing they're like plopped onto the ground you know they're just chilling and some cows are just standing and you know just eating their food in their grass this cow was laying on their side not moving and i and i was driving by and i had to do a double take because i'm like oh my god this is the first time I've seen a dead cow. And man, let me tell you, that shit kind of stuck to my head a little bit. Like I felt I, I I felt sad. That was like that was fucking sad for me to see a dead cow. Like I know you call me crazy and all, like, yo my god, you saw a dead cow, like big fucking whoop. But it just makes you think like, man, like what conditions was that cow under? Were were they were they in a lot of pain? were were they happy what like were they depressed it just makes you think you know because animals have feelings too like if i could have a pet cow i would and i'd probably stop eating red meat forever if or maybe anything that was made from cows that like like not anything but like meat that was made from cows i would stop eating if i had a pet cow um i am trying i'm very much trying to stick by my word with not eating much meat it's very difficult when you have a girlfriend that just really doesn't think much about that. Like she, we, we just did grocery shopping the other day and we bought three, almost four pounds worth of ground beef. And I'm like, fuck a duck, man. Like, you know, just when I was talking about, you know, starting a, a different habit, I'm trying to get away from certain types of meats. Here we are fucking ground beef, buying ground beef and then you know, it's just because my girlfriend really loves to cook things, and one of the things she wanted to cook entailed making two burgers. Um, I, and I, now that I remember, it, she has a Bob's Burgers cookbook that she wanted to make something out of from that recipe from that recipe book. 
So I'm, it's kind of like, well, shit, I'm, I don't, I don't know what to do. I couldn't say no because she was very excited to try and make one of these burgers, which we have not done yet, but we will soon. And I'll tell you all about it, hopefully next time or whenever we do make it. But I couldn't say no. And that's just one of those things where it's, it's a battle with yourself. You know, it, it starts with the small things, you know. So, Meatless Mondays, um, right now it's Wednesday. I'm going to try my best to think about Meatless Monday. I'm probably probably going to put it on my calendar like every week saying, okay, no meat on Mondays, no meat on Mondays, not even chicken. Even though chicken might be considered poultry, who knows. But no, 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 just don't, just don't. So, I just might not. So, yeah, I did see my first dead cow. It was very sad, and I don't know. I think this is the start of something different in my head. It's just... it. I don't know, man. Like, what what would you do if you saw a dead cow? Like, I'd pro- if I would have stayed there, like, if I were walking and I saw the cow, I would try to look for help for it. Or I'd probably just stand there and cry. Who knows? My Gemini emotions are fucking unpredictable. Like me, sometimes I'm predictable. I'm unpredictable. Like, I just... You just don't know how I'll, I'll react to things. You don't know if I'll go batshit crazy over something. You don't know. But I swear to God, I'm mostly chill for the most part. I mean, that's what everyone says, so <laughs> fucking cliche. Oh, yeah, I'm, most, I'm mostly chill. I, yeah, then, then just just don't fuck with me. That's that's all. Just don't fuck with me. <laughs> and that's what someone would say. <laughs> they're all chill, and then they tell that to you, and, they're, and you're like, oh, my God. Like, put your hand on your chest. Like, God damn. Is the Lord with you today or not? Is the devil upon your soul? I'm going to need to get you a baptism. <laughs> But yeah, that no, that's that's very much it for me. Um, now that I've gotten that all out of the way, just remember my Twitter and my Twitch, everything else that I want to support or put out there or shout out, I will put in the description. Be sure you look at the description. Also, I know, fuck, I'm, I waited until the last fucking minute to tell you this, but I do put time markers on the description. So if for any reason you don't like what I'm talking about or you just want to skip over it, then I put the time markers in the description. So be sure you're looking at that so then you know where you would want to listen in, where you'd want to go back. I'm just saying I'm helping you out, so let me help you out. I put time markers in the descriptions and it's and it's like that it's been like that since episode 1. So just remember, if there's a part that you don't want to listen to, you want to skip over, it is all in the description. So, that is it for this episode of the Big Bang Bear podcast. I am your host Gian aka Zeke the Bear. Thank you once again for listening to my podcast. I appreciate you anyone who's listening. If you know there, there's someone that would like to listen to more podcasts, please tell them about the Big Bang Bear podcast. Um, it is available in over 10 streaming platforms. I don't know if there's any more. I will let you know. But other than that, thanks again. See ya. Peace out. Yoga Flame. It's over 9,000!